The OHP Uncut Podcast with Cannon. It's Cannon. You know, I have grown up uh, a fan of EDM, house music, techno. Uh, so it's an honor to have who we have today. If you also are a fan of dance music of any kind, let me know in the comments what DJ or producer you would like me to have on the show because I would really like to do more of this. Starting with the biggest DJ and producer in the world and has been for many, many years. Uh, got a new song out with Tate McRae and it's incredible. He's incredible. It's an honor to have Tiesto on the show tonight on Open House Party. Go ahead and click subscribe. That's how you can be entered to win a meet and greet with your favorite artist face-to-face on Zoom. We give those away. You can check out some of the videos, those below. All you got to do is click subscribe to be entered to win those. Thank you for watching today. I'm Cannon. This is Tiesto. The OHP Uncut Podcast with Cannon. How are you, Tiesto? I feel great, man. I just got to Australia. We're back on the road. Uh, a couple of shows here. And uh, yeah, life's good. Yeah, I love it, man. You still love playing out? Does it ever get old? No, it, it, it really doesn't. Because it's uh, you get the direct uh, feedback from the crowd what you, on what you do. So when you play a new song for them, you see how they respond to it. It's really the best feeling. You know, it's, it's, it's more rewarding than to be in the studio, actually. Because sometimes in the studio... You sit for hours and hours and hours, and then you finally think you have it. And the next day, the record label is like, yeah, no, we don't like this song. And they're like, okay. <laughs> so, you know, it's better better to be live. This song, 1035, I was reading uh, that it kind of came together because of a resort in Dubai. What's the story with that? Yeah, so the resort in Dubai, uh, the Atlantis, is a really beautiful resort. Uh, Beyonce played the opening a couple of weeks ago, and uh, they asked me to write the song for, for, for the resort. And... Um, yeah, we came up with the concept that you forget everything around you. You just with the people you love at that resort, and this everything will be taken care of. So it's a it's a very warm, loving feeling song, and that's that's how we came up with ten thirty five because that's all you know. I wonder if when they asked you to come up with that, if anywhere in their mind they had any idea that this would be a global smash hit. This song, I wonder if they thought it would just be a song for the resort, or if it was going to be like a massive song that everyone around the world is dancing to on every dance floor that exists. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, uh, they, they were definitely hoping for it. They were they, like, we won a worldwide smash and, you know, they helped definitely uh, with the promo of it and, and, and made the video clip extra nice. And, uh, you know, with, with the grand opening, they had so many influential people there. So I think that really helped with the song as well to get it, you know, get it in, in front of everybody. And I think it's a great song, so that that really helps. You know, it's it's hard to get through the noise nowadays because there's so much going on in the music yeah. world. But uh, to have them help to actually get it in front of people is really nice. And if people are going, I can't believe a resort could do that. Take a trip to Dubai. You're going to see things like you've never seen in your life. Uh, it's like the money that's 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 flying around down there is not like anything else I've ever seen on Earth. Are, are you in the <laughs> same? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I mean, the resort is probably uh, one of the best in the world ever built. I mean, uh, I mean, if you have Beyonce at, at your opening party at, at yeah. a resort, yeah, then man. you know that money been thrown around. And <laughs> so, hey, what did you think about the sound system? I bet they didn't. I bet they didn't spare any expense on that either, did they? No, we did. Uh, we shot on the rooftop of the of the resort. And, oh, uh, that's insane! To, yeah, next to the Noble Hotel, uh, the Noble Restaurant. I mean, and uh, yeah, it was just insane. Like speakers everywhere. I think in the whole of Dubai, they could they could hear me play. So I love well, lucky them. I uh, I love the fact that Tate is on this record because she's got these real smooth 
crisp, bright vocals and then your ballsy production underneath it. Uh, did you personally choose her? What an amazing talent that was to put on this yeah. song. I mean, uh, I, I always liked her voice a lot. I, I love Tate and, uh, you know, her other songs are amazing and she, she's never done a real dance song like like, like this. So it was really uh, a perfect match, I think. And uh, yeah, also her energy for, for the video shoot. I mean, she literally shot two days from like 8 a.m. or 6 a.m. till like 2 p.m., uh, 2, 2 a.m. the next day. So for two days straight. So she slept like four hours. Wow, so and she did an incredible job. She really yeah, did. Yeah, she didn't she didn't complain at all, nothing, just like piling through and full of energy all the time. And it was incredible to see. She was probably a fan of yours before, just like everyone else, and she was stoked to be working with you. And I can't blame her for that, man. Um, <laughs> I followed you through the years, and I mean through the years, man, and and you've done it all. I mean, not many people can say they've been voted the greatest DJ of all time. Yeah, what, no, that's, that's a nice compliment. Yeah, I mean, it's got to feel good. Uh, what do you remember the first time you ever stepped on a dance floor and heard a DJ and thought to yourself, Oh my god, I have to do that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when I was a kid, when I was 16, I went to uh to uh, Mallorca in Spain and it was this mega club there. And in Europe, you can go to a club when you're 16, it's, it's mm -hmm. pretty nice actually. And uh, I was just mind blown. There were five DJs playing back to back and they had dancers and uh, singers and everything. And I was like, wow, this is incredible. And back then the Disco Mix Club was very big. So I was involved with that as well. And uh, yeah, that's how I got my start. I think I went to a warehouse when I was uh, around 16 years old and I heard Seth Troxler. Do you remember Seth Troxler? Yeah, I know the name. I never met him, but I know the name. Yeah. Yeah, uh, super deep house music, and I and I was just blown away. And I knew from then it literally changed my life. Um, yeah, once you get into this music it and it gets you the way that it gets you and me, it it really does change your life. It's changed your life for a lot better than me. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, you know, that's so amazing. Uh, I I, feel, I saw a guy yesterday at the at, at a store. You know, and he came up to me like, man, you, uh, he was a chef, actually. And he said, like, man, you, you really changed my life since I listened to your music. Everything has changed for me. I got the inspiration from that. And, and it's so nice to hear, man. That's just the best compliment you can get from, from, from people to, to say, like, you changed our lives with, me, with the music you play. So it's pretty epic. Yeah. Well, this music and, and, and this vibe is a, is a lifestyle. It's not just a, oh, I listen to it sometimes. It's a lifestyle. And you've always been sort of the uh, the the crown jewel of that lifestyle for a lot of us. So we're very honored to have you. When you Pleasure. go into a club and you hear another DJ, like, are you able to sit and enjoy the experience? Or are you constantly sort of, <laughs> even if you don't want to be, picking it apart in your brain going, oh, that transition could have been a little bit better. Oh, that, that bass was a little strange with that. That bass line didn't really go with that one. You can't help yeah. but turn your brain off, can you? No, no, we're always observing uh, when I'm in a club or a restaurant and DJ's playing. It doesn't matter where, what it is. When I hear music, I'm always like, okay, and that bass line is interesting. That sound is cool. Uh, oh, that mix is not so great. Or, <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, you definitely always pay attention to it. Like, What do you, you think know? the most common mistake you hear most DJs make is? I mean, I mean, everybody makes mistakes. I make mistakes. So it's, uh, I mean, sometimes vocals can clash and it doesn't work out or, 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 or the mix drags on too long. And um, I mean, I don't know. It's, it could be anything. There's a lot of things that can go wrong and, uh, when, you, when you have actually real DJs mixing live. Yeah. When you hear 1035, um, it, it, it comes with a certain vibe. What vibe and feeling do you want to create on a dance floor when that particular song comes on? 
Well, it's it's very uh, it's very romantic song. It's very love song, and it's yeah. just like you know, be with the person you love, and and uh, and often you go to a rave, and you are with the person you love. So I would I want them to hold hands or hug each other or you know give each other a little kiss, something like that. That's what I want to achieve with this song. What's like, the craziest thing you've ever seen from the DJ booth looking out at a dance floor while you're playing? I know you've seen it all, and I know that's probably a hard answer to come up with, but I'm sure you've seen one or two things that stand out as, what the hell are they doing down there? <laughs> uh, well, it's more like I've seen other DJs do stuff. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. And, you know, throwing cakes at people. Huh? <laughs> it's just uh, it's, it's just a really fun of or pizza. I mean, you saw Katy Perry throwing pizzas a couple of weeks ago in the DJ booth. You know, yeah, I've seen, I've seen some random stuff. And uh, I mean, the crowd sometimes is too far away, so I don't really see them that well. I see, yeah. them, I can see them, but it's like a, it's like if you stand in front of the ocean and the waves come. So that's how I look at the crowds, you know. Oh yeah. wow, that's an interesting way to look at it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What about the rest of Drive? Uh, how many songs do you have ready to go and what vibe uh, is the entire album going to come with? Yeah, well, the, the album is coming on the 21st of April. And it's uh, for me, it's more like a celebration of the music I've done uh, since the business, basically, because the business was such a game changer for me as an artist to have a worldwide hit. My first one in your baby forever. even loved it when she was in the womb. She was dancing yeah, to the business. Exactly. And, then, and, and everybody embraced the business. And I saw it everywhere on like, sports games and hockey games. And, and The Rock was using it for a Super Bowl presentation. And it was just a game changer for me to be uh, part of those big artists like, you know, Ed Sheeran and those guys competing with those guys for a top 10 spot. So, so the so drive is definitely in in the, in the I wouldn't say the same vibe, but it's it's like, like a celebration of those songs. The business is on there, the motto, "Don't be shy with Carol G," uh, the new one, "All Nighter." I got a track with Freya on there, which is really amazing, and uh, fantastic. Yeah, some other tracks, but it's it's all very very mellow actually. It's very nice to listen to music. Yeah. So if you were going to pick like the perfect place for the listener to listen to that album, sit back and really immerse themselves in it, where would that be for them? Well, besides a club or a festival, I think uh, when you drive. That's why I call it drive. <laughs> I wondered if that was the case. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when you drive, you, you can drive uh, in your head in, on a journey, a musical journey. You can drive on the road, listen to music. And, you know, driving is very, uh, you know, it's everybody tries. It's uh, especially you can drive. You, it's freedom, you know, so it's. Yeah, a bit of everything. And a lot of times you're in your own world and there's not uh, there's not a lot of people trying to get your attention and, and, you know, you can really immerse yourself in the music. And that's really what I like to do. So I can't wait for that to drop. You said April what? April 21st. Fantastic. Oh, wow. Before we uh, let you go, how's your daughter? How's everything going? Great. Yeah, my daughter, is, uh, is, she loves to sing. So she, she's singing all day long. So uh, who knows? You know, I don't know if that means anything. She's only two years old, but uh, I, I, I like it a lot that she sings a lot. What else is she into? Does she watch YouTube videos all day like my two-year-old? Uh, yeah, she loves uh, Peppa Pig, of course, and yeah. uh, Coco Melon. <laughs> I, I saw the Spotify list uh, last year for my most played tracks, and it was Coco Melon. <laughs> my oh, first God. Time. Because, you know, <laughs> yeah. I would love to never hear a Coco Melon song ever again. Yes, yes, yes. I yeah, want yeah, to brush my teeth. You should do a Coco Melon remix. That would be hot. I'm kidding. Oh, Don't yeah, even. That's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <Let's> no. <laughs> yeah, great idea. Oh, yeah. man. Well, thank you for your time. I really, really do appreciate you. You've been a part of my life for so long, and I'm still glad you're here. 
yeah, and you. still a part of, of music and, and blessing us with what you do, man. It's really been an honor talking to you again. Thank you. Yeah, uh, my pleasure. And uh, cheers. Take care. Cheers. The OHP Uncut Podcast with Canon.